0: boys and girls citizens of the world welcome to another episode of the simon valley trip fmf podcast your podcast with fitness music and food topics developed right now in the form of the alphabet so today is the letter f So in fitness, we're going to talk about firmness, a word that I believe we don't use much. Food, a word that we use on a daily basis, and flexibility. Music, super, super badass set list with Fugazi, the Foo Fighters, Fuel, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Firestarter, it's pretty badass. It has some slow tunes also, For What It's Worth, by Liam Gallagher. That far behind song from Candlebox. I even threw in some Foreigner there. I wanna know what love is, fuck yeah. For food, we're going to talk about the benefits of fish and flax seeds. And the final word of the day is failure. So let's go ahead and start with firmness. Firmness is defined as resolute determination and strength of character, not likely to change. Your firmness is fixed, it's settled, it's steadfast or unwavering. It has to be solid. You know, it the quality of having solid, almost unyielding surface or structure. On a scale from one to ten, what grade or what score do you give? to your firmness. If you started the year with a New Year's resolution, how firm have you been on that resolution? Or how many New Year's resolutions have you abandoned before? How firm have you been on staying away from junk food Laziness, being complacent. Where's your firmness when it comes to making sacrifices to stay on track with the goals that you've set for yourself? Where's your firmness when it comes to standing for yourself when someone's trying to push you over? Firmness is the strength of character that we need to go through life, through projects, through achievements, through struggles, difficulties, and failures. Firmness should be paramount for our belief system. And I'm not talking religious belief. I'm talking about the concepts that we base our actions on the concepts and convictions that we possess to carry on a task, a nutrition plan, a new exercise regime, a new study and approach, etc. And firmness comes from, from within. It depends not only like, on theory and knowledge on a determined subject or matter, It depends on our mental fortitude or the will to sustain pressure, pain, and discomfort. It's our ability to let go of unnecessary things and our will to make, you know, willing to make big-time sacrifices in order to conquer or achieve our goals. And also to handle the loses, you know, or the failures with dignity and humility. You have to be firm, especially when you lose or when you fail. That may re- reassure yourself that you went into that situation with a firm attitude, guided by firmness and... You put everything on the line, it didn't go your way, but it's not going to break you. It's going to help you build more confidence and more, it, more push for the next time. If you fought and you pushed as hard as you could, leaving nothing on the table and you won, your system, is, it's just validated. But you still go back and evaluate your weaknesses and your strengths so you can grow and like consolidate your system and if you fail or lose given it all more than never you have to evaluate your system grade your effort your application and execution and go into a deep soul search asking yourself if your ego got in the way, you know, or if your ego didn't get mixed in with your firmness and lead you to make a bad decision. Being firm it's not the same as being stubborn, but, you know, like being stubborn is not being able to change one's attitude or position on something, especially in spite of good arguments or reasons to do so. A stubborn person doesn't adjust. It doesn't open up or look for alternatives to solve a problem. A stubborn person is stuck in their head, and it's their way or the highway. They're super, super married to their concepts and opinions. A firm person believes in his or her ability to overcome a challenge, their knowledge and determination to achieve anything, but also have to recognize the possibility of not having in their way, you know, encountering obstacles so that they have to adapt to the certain situation that is presented with the belief that they can find another way towards victory and even when failing they learn they just learn how to to recognize their mistakes grow from them recalibrate and approach the next the next task you know with a renewed and deeper system with more knowledge and definitely more firmness being more meticulous being more um Calculating and how we execute the next time. We're just becoming more and more and more firm in the process of trying to improve our life. And I think the word firm and f- the word firmness are not used as much as other words. To, um to qualify certain individuals they never say like oh this person is is firm or his firmness is admirable they they never use that word which is weird but you know what can you do then we we got to be firm we got to try to stay true to ourselves we gotta say firm and aware all the time aware of what's coming and just planning ahead, staying firm keep kicking, keep trying to achieve those goals that you set for yourself and be fir- firm on that you know and when we struggle, when our firmness is, is not there, it's it's pretty hard to be in, in a low place and not find that energy, that fuel to get going and being firm. And we let life get in the way and we focus on the negative and then, man, we're fucking stuck in a rut. So we got to stay firm. Stay positive. We gotta believe all the time. But we gotta put the work in. And we nowadays it's no fucking Monday through Friday. It's no five days a week. It's all the time. It's all the time. You can't sleep. You have to be doing something all the time to try to better yourself. Cause and my belief is that good is not enough. We, we're, we're used to getting, it's easy to get complacent. Certain positions, certain skill, certain tasks. We get, we get comfortable and then don't, don't get better. We just get stuck at a certain point. And always wondering, why? Why am I not progressing more? Why am I not being promoted? Well, you fucked up. You got comfortable. You weren't firm enough to keep pushing. And now you're two steps behind. So let's stay stay firm. Let's remember that getting better is just something that we kind of like own to ourselves we have information available we have all kind of resources all kind of inspiration resources all kind of science that backs up um, that the use of these resources is Totally positive for our life. So we, we gotta just go to that well and see everything that we have inside. What we're good at, what we're bad at, what we can, what can we improve? And right there and then, just be firm on the idea that you're gonna get better. You're gonna start doing things better. And one of the things that we should definitely be doing better is um, food. Food. United States of America, we have the worst fucking diet worldwide. No argument about that. We eat fucking terrible. We eat terrible. And we promote the junk food. We fucking love to promote junk food and processed food. It is disgusting. And, you know, if food is as defined as any nutritious substance that people or animals eat, or drink, or that plants absorb in order to maintain life and growth. How fucking insanely marvelous and perfect and good is the human body that we have a society full of people wolfing down food all day long they're up to four, 500 pounds. And the body's still taking it. Day after day, day after day, more food, more food, more fat, more sugar. No exercise. More sit-in more laying less exercise no exercise more food more food it's fucking crazy to th- to see to witness on a daily basis the way that people eat rest the portions in the restaurant Every restaurant that you go. The portions are gigantic. And we eat that shit. Or we bring leftover homes. Leftovers home. And two hours later, we fucking finish them. Or the day after. We eat way too much and we eat way too much processed food. Way too much. Everything has fucking sugar, corn syrup, a bunch of shit that you can't even pronounce or spell. What the fuck are we eating, man? We lost it when it comes to nutrition. We really did. And it's crazy that you see so many people out there on social media that look super healthy, people that have overcome an unhealthy lifestyle. And now they're in great shape. Not only physical, but mental. And that's important because you need to be on the right, have the right mind space. To eat well. To nurture yourself with the best ingredients, with the highest quality food. And high highest quality uh, of nutrients. If you're not until you don't become mentally healthy, you you can't. The cha- the change won't start. Once you decide that you're going to stop all the bad habits and all the sedentary lifestyle, then the body buys into it. But first, it has to be the mind. It has to be the mind. And you have to be thinking the kind of food that you're buying so you can fuel your body rightly, correctly. So always have to be very mindful of what you're eating, or what you're drinking, because it's just absurd the way we we treat food and what we eat. We should be the country with the best quality of food with the highest quality of food. We should be a leader in showing other countries how to eat in moderation. And instead we lead the world and obesity. We have to become more mindful about this. It's it's really, really disgusting. To see how people are just addicted to food. And that fucking sugar that they put in that shit. It gets you so, so hooked. It's sad. It's sad to see that we're literally doing this to ourselves. Give yourself the best food, the best fuel, the highest quality, always. And now we move to flexibility. Flexibility is defined as the ability to bend or to be bent easily without breaking. According to YogaPedia, flexibility is defined for a joint or a group of joints as its range of motion or degree of extension that tissues, that is, tissues, are capable of. Many factors influence flexibility, including genetics, age, gender, injury history, nutrition, activity levels, and improving flexibility is a gradual process that requires regular practice. Yoga it's known for its uh, flexibility and enhancing benefits. Many yoga asanas help to encourage muscles to lengthen and release, as well as to build their strength. It also helps reduce fascial tightness and neuromuscular inhibition, both of which can reduce flexibility. Some of your classes, you know, some will include static stretches where the body is moved into a position that lengthens a muscle. Then this is held for up to 60 seconds. Dynamic stretches where the body moves in and out of a position that lengthens the muscle, gradually increasing the range of motion of the joint. And we all know that one of the things about having good flexibility, one of the benefits is better posture, better range of motion, enhanced athletic performance, better injury prevention and rehab, shorter times of rehab. It reduces stress levels. And what one of the it's so important uh, because flexibility has, of course, its purpose because it, according to uh, humankinetics.com, the importance and purpose of flexibility is that it keeps you or allows you to become more in tune with your body. It's a form of active relaxation that can improve both mental and physically recovery. It's essential after a workout as recovery. It's the best time to work on flexibility because the muscles are already warm and pliable, which allows them to stretch farther. The frequency of flexibility training should be one day after every workout to encourage improvement and maintain overall flexibility. I said one day after it's not one day after it should be done after I'm sorry I I didn't read this correctly so the frequency of flexibility should be done should be done after every workout to encourage improvement and maintain overall flexibility the intensity of flexibility training stretching should never be painful The focus should be on bringing the muscle to a point of slight tension. And breathing is paramount during stretching. Why? Because if we are breathing through our chest, creating tightness in our core, in our abdominal wall, very, very hardly that stretch is going to progress because we are fighting against ourselves as we try to bend forward and our abs are contracted. So when we do, when we practice what people call the yogi breath, inhaling through the nose, sending the air to the belly, and exhaling through the nose also, driving the navel towards your spine, you create space. And now you can stretch farther because you don't have the abs contracted in your way. The duration a flexibility stretch and depending on the needs and motivation of the person, it should last at least between five and ten minutes. Shouldn't be too long. Right? It's not like a second workout. So if I would give someone advice, I would tell them to stretch at least three times a week. Whether it is attending yoga classes or doing your own stretches after your workout. Targeting, of course, the muscles that were used in the in the workout session. And, you know, staying flexible, staying limber. I think one of the things that yoga has helped is with staying flexible, I can recognize immediately if... I'm sitting, standing, or walking with bad posture. I recognize it so much quicker. And I'm I'm able to correct it quicker. And posture is so important to keep yourself balanced in every single way. I think everything flows better when you have good posture... ...and flexible... ...uh, pliable muscles... It's, I, ...I just feel that it helps create... ...space and openness in in the body... ...where we have tension trapped... ...and man, stretching it is... ...it just feels so fucking good... ...I'm stretching as I speak... ...oh feels so insanely good okay so now I mentioned about the set list at the beginning you're gonna have tons of good uh, fucking music in there so you can do your workout while you're doing your workout you listen to all the fucking songs with the letter F and you're going at it, shh, shh, shh. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Ooh, uh. And you're having a ball while you're working out. Now, in the food section, we're going to talk about the benefits of fish and flax seeds. <clears throat> so, according to healthline.com, fish belongs in the healthy diet category. Fish is a low-fat, high-quality protein filled with omega-3 fatty acids. It has vitamins D, B2. It's very, very rich in calcium and phosphorus, and it's a great source of minerals such as iron, zinc, zinc iodine, magnesium, and potassium. Potassium. The American Heart Association recommends eating fish at least two times per week, as part of a healthy diet. Because fish is packed with protein, vitamin, and nutrients that can lower blood pressure and help reduce the risk of a heart attack or a stroke. So you got a fishy fishy. But, funny enough, just today, I was at my friend's house having dinner, and we were talking about nutrition and he said he was he was setting cutting back on the fish because the the levels of of metals that he has was like super high. So it's probably um Eating too much fish. So, yeah. Two days. I think two days a week. It's... It's enough... For fish. If you eat meat at all. Or if you're a pescatarian. And... I've heard... I... I remember... That... we stopped here at the house, stopped by in tilapia, like, four like four, five years ago. Ever since someone told us that tilapia was like, they call it, or it's a, like a sewer fish, the way that they grow them. and they're all just swimming on piles of shit. And we used to eat lots of tilapia and salmon and we don't eat tilapia anymore and i kind of miss it cuz I, I made some bitchin moroccan fish with the, with the tilapia and yeah we we don't eat it anymore just be careful what you eat i i love cod I love that little catfish. Kind of squirmy catfish. My wife hates it, but I, I like it a lot. Sardines, tuna, tuna steaks. Fucking love them. Just grill them with a little bit of butter, Pepper. Squeeze a lemon on top while you're grilling it. Just put it on the grill. Flip it. And yum yum yum, get down with it. And now the benefits of the flax seeds. The well, flax seeds are loaded with nutrients. Contains proteins, carbs. It has fiber. Rich. In omega 3 fatty acids, also has vitamin 1, vitamin B6, calcium, iron, magnesium, phosphorus, and potassium. They are a rich source of lignans, which may reduce cancer risk. They may improve cholesterol. It has the ability of lowering cholesterol levels and therefore they can induce a, or produce lower blood pressure. So, flax seeds on your yogurt, top of your cereal, and your granola, your trail mix, and boom, put it on smoothies juice, and your salads, with your rice, with your quinoa, with couscous, whatever it is. Just rock them out. They're fucking good for you. And now we talk about failure. Failure is the last word. So failure is defined as lack of success. The fact of not doing something that you must do or are expected to do. I call failure the precursor of success, right? Because if you never fail, you will never succeed. Everything that comes easy will go super easy. Relationships, promotions, prizes, everything. You have to try and fail. You have to try and fail, try and fail, try and fail until you really succeed. And then success feels just so much sweeter. Um, Like, you know who Michael Jordan is? <laughs> like, that guy, it's fucking crazy. Like, we only remember the shots that, that he made, the highlight reel, but... This is what Michael Jordan said. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot, and I missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that's why I succeeded. day that you know, that's perspective right there. Just keep showing up, keep trying. You know. When you fail, you just have to see it as a learning experience. There's just no other way. I I put myself so down whenever like I can't accomplish something. I'm so fucking hard on myself. And it takes me a while to see the positive or the lesson learned. If you accept it right away and say, This is okay. I fucked up this time. I didn't make it this time. I didn't win. I didn't get podium. I didn't get first place. There's a reason for it. This is going to help me somewhere. Somehow I'm going to learn. In the process of doing it, you can look back immediately recognize. Recognize the mistakes that were made, the wrong decisions, the wrong approach, and you'll be like, okay, I will not do that again. Because I don't want that result to repeat itself. And the next time that we fail, it's going to be the same. Because we're going to fail again in something. But when we do, we have to, like, immediately try to switch to the thought of failure. From the thought of failure to the thought of learning experience. What happened? Okay. Let's move on. So the next time we're more prepared, we're more aware, we're more calculated, more try always try to be more accurate. And failure gives us that, because the more you try something, the easier the path of getting that something will will become. So. Constant failure means that we're trying unless you're not trying at all. Some people really just don't put the effort, don't put the time, don't put the hard work. And that's why they fail. And they're probably blaming someone else For their failure and their misery. But it's just. It's them. It's them not being firm. Not being committed. Not being disciplined. And not pushing for more. And of course you fail. But then you carry that with you. You know that you failed. Because of you. But you can't admit it. Because it will be terrifying to yourself. That you have to admit it. But if you say it out loud, you feel fucking terrible. That you have to admit that. That you failed because you fucked up. And it is. It's horrible. I've been there. We've all been there. We failed because we, we just... Came short. Didn't study enough for the test. Didn't prepare. My wife always says that. Oh, fuck, I forgot how it goes. Proper planning avoids piss poor performance. And it is true. When we don't prepare correctly, when we don't do the things correctly... We're going to fall short, of course. If we don't have the knowledge, if we don't, didn't put the time in, don't have the expertise, we're going to fail. If we do it half-ass, somewhere along the way, we're going to fail. Because everything that you do half-ass, you do the next half-ass, you half-ass the next thing, and more and more. And you just become the half-ass guy and you're cool with it you're just like okay I'll, yeah I'll finish that tomorrow and you know as soon as those words come out of your mouth you know you're not gonna fucking do it and you still leave the project like that you still leave the unfinished project the unfinished task and when the result comes fuck we're pissed pissed at ourselves because we know that we fucked up so we failed we we failed ourselves because we should try as hard as we can every day as firm as we can every day to be better and we can be we get better because of failure That's the one thing that's making us better. It's making us correct our mistakes, making us steer in the right direction, making us reconsider our decisions and make the right ones, the correct ones, the ones with integrity. That's very important. You need to have integrity and humility Especially when you fail. You you have to evaluate yourself right there and say, I came short because I didn't put the time, I didn't put the effort, I I didn't acquire the knowledge, I didn't spend enough time with with the material, with the project. I fucked up. How do I learn from this? Okay, I don't half-ass it the next time. I go balls to the wall. Give it my all. And that's the the reward. And it should feel fucking good. Despite of whatever happens with what you're doing. You did it. You finished the task. You put 110%. For people that compete... People put all the effort, all the physical and mental effort through a whole season of certain sport or through a fight camp. You put in all the fucking work. You walked out prepared because your your preseason. Was amazing. You're in the best shape of your life, and you fall short. It's not enough. After you do a fight camp, sharpening your skills, repetition, two sessions a day, then the weight cut. You weigh in. You make weight. Then you walk out there with the confidence of a fucking God. And you get KO'd in fucking a minute, minute and a half, (laughs) five seconds. Like it it happened to Ben Askren a few weeks ago. When Jorge Masvidal caught him without flying knee, he was one hundred percent sure that he was just gonna take Jorge down, ragdoll him, and ground and pound him. He was convinced. He prepared, he trained, like he's always training. And he got knocked the fuck out in five seconds. So on the other side, you see, Masvidal got the good of it. He prepared too. And he showed afterwards that he had prepared that technique specially for this fight. So, Ben failed, or has succeeded. Right, as soon as possible. As soon as he was conscious again, and under and process the whole defeat and how it happened and everything, he goes on social media and says, "Well, that sucked." And replied a bunch of messages from people, whether talking shit or, you know, offering support and sympathy. And he was, like, the sweetest guy about it. Like, yeah, it's okay. I probably deserve it for talking so much shit. So right there, he's like... Yeah, maybe next time I don't talk so much shit so it doesn't backfire. It's like the karma effect. But knowing a guy like Ben Askren that has been a high-level competitor throughout his whole life, he's already over that shit. He's probably thinking right now, like, okay, who do I have to fight to get back on track? That's what I need to know. What fight am I going to get? He already knows. He fucked up. The trash talk, that it's kind of like a subjective thing. But the way he shot that. That take that was just weird, cause when you see it, when you see the replay, it he was so flat footed. He had no, no leverage, no point of of power, nothing. He just ducked his head and, <laughs> and fucking ate it, man. So of course he won't be doing that either. Now that's because it, it is just so weird to see uh, a grappler grap grappler of his caliber shoot such a flat uh takedown or a grab leg attempt. So I'm pretty sure that He learned already, and he's like, okay, that's not going to happen again. And at the same time, Jorge Masvidal and his run, I think he's won four fights in a row. Knocking out the last two, I believe, and knocking them out, putting them to fucking sleep. Darren Till and Ben now. Darren Till was making that run. He gets to the championship fight and kind of like froze. And the kid is like, alright, fuck it. It feels like shit, but. I need to climb back, and goes out and takes on Masvidal. Gets fucking lit. He put him to sleep, and he's fucking coming back. And those failures, it's, are the ones that are gonna make that guy, better. He's gonna get so much better after that, and he's gonna come. He's gonna come hunting for that top five. Which, by the way, if you look at all that top five, except Colby, they all have had that moment of failure, and then came back better than ever, better than the last time, and then they got better than the last time, and better again, that's how Tyron Woodley got to the championship, after Nate Marquardt knocked him out with that highlight reel fucking video game knockout. He kept getting better and better after that fight, turning point. That was in Strike Force. He comes to the UFC, fucking destroys the whole division, putting everyone to sleep. After failure. After that, Nate Marquardt fight, he had to win like probably 10 fights in a row, but failure was what made him better. And he was, man, he was supposed to fight Robbie Lawler again. Another guy that, after a defeat, always has these grades of improvement. That's how he got championed. Oh, I forgot he had lost to Rory McDonald. And to Jake Shields. Ooh. I thought he had gone like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 fights. I totally forgot about the loss against Rory and Jake Shields' losses. Okay, but after each loss, after the last one that was Rory, he went on a 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 Winning streak. one was that majority draw at the first fight with uh with Wonderboy but you know, all these guys they they face failure but they put themselves out there right They give it everything they have. They sacrifice their mind, their body, the time with their family. And they know. They know that they can fail. And they can fail miserably. And they still do it. They still give everything. They still wake up every day firm and believing that they can be the champ. And that's what we should believe. Every day, we can be the champs. We can be the champs in our lives. We can be the champs of our lives and inspire other people to always aim to be a champ. Aim to be a fucking champ. So that's it, my friends. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Be good. Don't be an asshole. Love, 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 and then love some more. Take care. Be good. Ciao, ciao.